This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Attention, the Milf and Me podcast contains strong language, mature conversations about sexuality and a multitude of lifestyles, as well as occasional criticism of political fuckery. Keep politics out of your pants, folks. Your hosts, Antonio and Diana, are not certified relationship specialists. We are cynical assholes with microphones, pretty much like every other podcast. We are happy to be a part of the Deluxe Edition Network. Visit them online or on your favorite social media platform, and be sure to check out the two featured podcasts of the month. Those are the Take on the World podcast and the Beard Laws podcast. And now, with that out of the way, enjoy the show. Hi, I think you're really cute. Oh, thank you. I think that you're really pretty as well. Oh, thank you. That is so sweet. Did you want to grab a drink this weekend or something? <laughs> Ugh. No. Oh. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. No, makes sense. Yeah. What? What? Hello and welcome to the MILF and Me podcast. I'm your host, Antonio, here with my lovely co-host, Diana. Welcome back. Thank you. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. What do you think about that? Is that the dating culture these days where it's like, hey, you know what? I kind of like you. Okay. Should we date? Yeah. (laughs) You're cute. You're cute. Oh, that's awesome. Let's go meet for a drink. And then it's all of a sudden. I mean, sometimes, yeah. I think that there needs to be a little bit more conversation happening before you are like, let's meet up. Right. You know, like, first of all. And if are you're you single? meeting up. <laughs> How single are you? Let's talk right. about that first, right? If There's- you're meeting up, that's not like an instant invitation to be in a relationship. Right. You know, and I think that's one of the things that I'm totally guilty of back in the day where it's like, by date two, if I think that you're still interested in me, oh, well then... We're going to be in a relationship. And I don't know, is it me or is it when we were dating in like the 90s and 2000s when you got married in the 2000s? So I don't know about that. Yeah. But relationships started faster. Oh, yeah. When we were younger. Right. Yeah. And now I feel people don't just jump into things. They take their time a little bit more, maybe because they have more options on dating sites or dating apps or. Yeah, that could be. That could be. I think maybe people are just like slowing down i mean the world today opposed to when it was in the early 2000s is just different everything is so different technology all of it access like you said more options access to people and uh the divorce rate (laughs) and the divorce rate did i have this conversation (laughs) with you maybe i'm thinking about someone else where there's all the differentiators between generations right so like if you look at what happened between the 60s and the 70s in let's say the politics and the style, you know, you've got, you know, the people that were in the psychedelic age, then they go to the hippies in the seventies. Yeah. And then a decade later, we got like the new wave crazy styles of the eighties. Yeah. And then the nineties, we've got this like faux futuristic parachute pants, MC hammer shit. (laughs) I had some of those. Yeah. So did I. 
But then when you start looking at the 2000s until now, that's 23 years. Yeah. Not a whole lot has changed. You know, some of the styles might have changed, but like the differentiators between generations and decades have barely, barely been noticeable. And my theory about that is that technology has changed. So technology becomes the new vested interest instead of like self-projection and style changes and music changes. I mean, there's a lot of just rock and roll music right now that sounds identical to the stuff that was coming out in the early 2000s. Yeah. So you're probably right. It's probably like a FOMO, right? Right, Like people aren't jumping into relationships now because technology has uh, progressed so much and you have all the social medias, you have so many ways to meet people. And so there's like this FOMO of, well, if I jump into this relationship with this person, but I really want to be in a relationship with that That person. person. Oh my God. What if, what if that person starts coming around and showing interest in me, but I've already committed to this person. So I'm just going to slow down and not rush into anything with anyone. That's probably most likely 90% true. That's what do you think? Fucking terrible because it just made me think about something. Do you think that's kind of true though? Oh, it's 100% true. Yeah. Because I remember back in the day, let's say you had the girl that you really, really, really liked, but then you also had plan B, right? Yeah. You had the girl that maybe liked you a lot more than your primary crush did, and you liked that person just well enough that, okay, okay. Yeah, I could either date her for a while, see where it goes. And those relationships often ended up in someone getting their heart broken. Yeah. But you know what? It was sincere. Those were sincere emotions. Yeah. And I feel nowadays because of the disposability. Yes. Of relationships and hookup culture, mostly from these apps and mostly from the idea that like there's less attachments to relationships and emotional bonds anymore. Yeah. Like that's where ghosting comes in. That's where catfishing comes in. All these little terms and like novelties that have come into the dating world in the last 20 years all stem from the fact that technology has connected us faster, giving us more opportunities to fuck and also get our hearts broken. Yes. Totally agree with that. And then people like you and me, The older generation. Yeah. We still go into these fucking things with the romanticized fantasy that we had when we were in our prime, right? In our 20s. Yeah. And we forget how much royal fuckery there is out there. Yes. It's very difficult for sure. Dating right now, it just, it's, I've said it a million times. It's a special kind of hell. It is. What if? (laughs) Oh, boy. What if? I'm going to go sci-fi here. We're going to go dystopian here. Ooh. Would you rather keep doing what you're doing, just fishing in this fucking cesspool of dickheads and (laughs) bullshit and fuckboys? Yeah. Or you go to this office, right? Mm -hmm. And you draw a number. And someone at the end of the month calls your number. And you're taken to a room and you're matched with a guy who's given a number as well that corresponds with yours. You never met this person, but you've been matched through a computer, through the government, let's say. (laughs) This is dystopia. Oh, boy. And this person is now your person for life based on the computer and government run algorithm that has put you two together. Would you take that or would you go back to fuckboy land? 
I don't like either of those options. What the fuck? You're not supposed to like them all. That's the <laughs> point. We're not supposed to like any of this shit because no one gets what they really want anymore. Yeah, I mean, no, I would I, rather. I got, I got what I want, but uh, yeah. at the same time, yeah, I'm lucky Yeah, and there's a kid involved, you know? Yeah, and, no. I would go back into the cesspool fuckboy land because I would much rather be alone than have this weird thing that you just described of the government matching me up with someone I'd rather be by myself single okay and to have that happen well, let, let, let's say that's not an option I can't be single can't I can't be to, single I have to find someone in the mm-hmm. cesspool fuck boy because I'm, I'm telling you right now this could happen the government is so fucking scared right now about people not getting together and not having kids really that is why states are trying to outlaw the no fault divorce. Uh, That's why states are trying to outlaw domestic partnerships like seeing, I live in right now. You're seeing the beginning of what I'm seeing could. the beginning of what could happen because if states are doing this, mm-hmm. it's going to do one of two things. It's going to drive couples further apart. It's going to make people not ever want to be with anybody. Yeah. They'll stay home and have sex with their fuck doll, right? Right, right. That's got the vibrating vagina and mouth. The whole thing. Yeah, and it, you can tune it up to your iPhone. You can, you know, you can have Justin Timberlake bringing sexy back as like the background rhythm. Yeah. Or they have this government run state funded system to make sure that people are as compatible as they can be with the person they pick. And then that's your person. There's enough lonely fucking people who've just had it that I guarantee would be like, yeah, give me the fucking number. Take me to the office. I'm in. That's wild. And then what happens if. It's just like so toxic and horrible and abusive when you get set up with this fucking government dude that had the same number as you. Like, where is the end to that? That's where the pharmaceuticals come in. Oh, yeah. Antidepressants. Take this little pill. Take this little pill. Take this little shot in the morning. I mean, I'm talking bullshit, but at the same time. Yeah. Fucking crazy things have happened in the last 15 years that I never thought I'd ever see happen. Yeah. Yeah. And there would be just enough people. I couldn't do it. Who would be like, you know what? Because of all these fucking toxic Western women and all these blah, 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 and gender roles. And we need this to happen. They would support it. Someone would vote this in. I'd probably need to sit back and watch it unfold. Like... So how did that government relationship go? How's that going for you guys, right? Like, how did this whole setup, how did it go for you? I would probably do a little research, but I don't think I could do it regardless. I could see you becoming like Sarah Connor from The Terminator and starting like this underground army of women who are like, we will not take this number and marry this man. And every single single woman that's stepped foot in this studio would be a part of my army because there's no (laughs) fucking way they would do it. You guys would sneak out at night. Yeah. And you would kidnap unsuspecting young men off the street. Yeah. Take them to your underground lair. Fuck the shit out of them (laughs) and raise this whole new civilization (laughs) of people that wish to be free. Yeah, it w- that's that's crazy. Let's hope that that doesn't happen. I'm going to write that movie. That sounds fucking awesome. It kind of does. <laughs> it kind of does. Anyway, I don't know how we got off on that tangent, but going back to technology, that's yeah. what kind of really is a subject of today's episode. Yeah. Spying. Mm. Couples spying on each other and not just like the traditional spying. Like we've all seen the old movies or read the old novels of like, 
the the husband who's having an affair, you know, he's got that infidelity going on and the wife hires a PI to go like videotape him from his car yeah. and shit. Remember that show Cheaters back in the day? Yeah. Oh, I loved Cheaters. I loved watching dudes get busted, you yep. know? Yep, yep. And now almost all of the ways that people spy on each other is technological. Mm, Have you ever that. caught a partner spying on you or trying to like get into your phone Trying to, let's no. say, get into your identity and no. You know, lucky you. I, I don't think I have either. I, I'm i also really open with my phone. Like, I'm not one of these yeah. turn the screen down dudes. No, I am know. too. There's nothing to see in there. If I'm in a relationship with someone, there's nothing to see. Right. But if we haven't had that relationship talk yet, right. that would be awkward as hell if he was digging through stuff. I would be like, I can just show it to you. It'd be probably easier. <laughs> like, right. Kristen I'm, has the password to my phone yeah but i don't even think she cares because she has to ask me sometimes like oh what is it again you know yeah there's a level of trust there i've definitely been in those relationships where that trust was not there i have too and we've talked about this before how yep. fucked up is it like that the people that were the most paranoid about our behaviors were the ones that were fucking around the most right it's because it's a direct reflection <laughs> of what they're portraying on you yeah it's i mean it's textbook so as i kind of dived into this it got a little creepy about like what's actually going on there. So it's no surprise for those that, who have left the days of Tinder behind them and have found a secret to happy relationships, paranoia about whether or not their partner is remaining faithful sometimes sets in. But would you ever spy on your loved one in order to put your mind at ease? Well, according to this study done by Marie Claire, 26% of women say they just can't help spying on their partner. Hmm. That seems a little low for me. What do you think? That's pretty low. Yep. <laughs> 58% of the women who took part admitted to not trusting their partner. 58% of the women in the yeah. survey did not trust their partner. Yep. As a result of this, 43% have spied on their significant other with 37% confessing to reading their partner's WhatsApp and text messages. On that same note, only 21% of the men who took part in this survey didn't trust their partners. So according to this data, and we yeah. all know about data, men seem to trust their partners more than women do. Yep. But you always hear <laughs> on these stupid social media apps and influencers that women are all hoes and they're all going to cheat and they're all going to leave you. They're trying to just flip those percentages. It's never going to happen. Men are just really they're very sexual creatures yeah they just are and if you're not supplying and giving every single thing that they need they're gonna find it elsewhere do you also it, it think just that, doesn't matter do you also think there's like part of like the ego thing involved where i think i've known dudes for the for the, for the fucking assholes yes of course yeah. like oh i can do this i can get her and i can have her and i can have this and i can have all these women and they would never find out about each other yeah there's those guys right that's ego i'm not even saying the assholes i know dudes who are let's say are are solid sixes who think that they're not their wife would never go out on them and they could easily cheat and never get caught and I think that's one of the biggest yeah. misconceptions about guys that are cheating yeah. is that they say that like, oh, well, if you get caught because you wanted to get caught, I think it's two things. I think one, you're just a fucking idiot who thought you were invincible. A lot of my guy friends are in this mindset. Yeah, They literally think that nothing can touch them. Nothing can hurt them. 
That's wild. That's ego. Yeah, well, I, see, they, I see what you're yeah, saying. And, and then they end up tripping over their own shoelaces. Right. right. They fall face first into fuckery. Right. And then there's the other guys that are so fucking paranoid about it, they end up giving themselves up because the weight and the pressure and the guilt of getting away with it is the part that actually is more painful than the idea of them getting caught without giving themselves up first. There's just no reason for it. That's what I have a hard time wrapping my own brain around. Right. I am so far on the other side of the spectrum of this whole topic. It's something I will never understand because there's no reason for it. You come together as a couple and you discuss what you need, what you're, what the, what the relationship is lacking. You give opportunity to make change or... If you're not a monogamous person, stop fucking trying to be monogamous. To be monogamous. Yeah. It is such a, it's almost, I mean, I don't want to make this sound weird or not, but so many types of lifestyles mm -hmm. now are being accepted very openly. Mm -hmm. There's no reason for the word cheating. There's no reason for any of it. So, oh my God, you're right. There is another side to this. I think that there are men and women, I'm not going to just single out the men, that it's exciting for them to hide it. Mm. it they get off on the fact mm. that they're hiding it and it's an excitement. And that is a completely different level. That's a kink. Now we're talking, oh my God, I might get caught. This is hot. I'm turned on. This makes me hard, right? Like right. this is now turning into a kink slash fetish. It's interesting because I remember hearing one therapist or influencer on one of these sites say that, um, yes, the percentage in the data of men getting caught cheating is a lot higher Yeah, because women just don't get caught. They're more cautious about it. They don't brag about it with like their friends, maybe their close, close friends, and even that can be dangerous. Sure. But- you guys keep things closer to your chest. Right. We are so braggadocious that yeah. we have to tell somebody. Yeah. And then that somebody's so braggadocious that they got to tell somebody. Right. You know, I've got very few guy friends. That's ego. That That's all I ego. trust, you yep. know? Yeah. Even the ones that I thought I could trust, all of a sudden I'm like, oh shit, you told so-and-so that? Like, I thought that was supposed to be, Yeah. we're going to keep that until we're dead secret, you know? Yeah. No, but I mean, I we're not 20 years old. We're in our 40s. If, <laughs> if you feel the need to get other needs met from other women, I'm talking to the men, and you've sworn on your life that you're monogamous, you're not. It's right. simple. Stop trying to fight it and stop trying to put yourself in this box. It's okay. Yeah. Be who you want to be. And if your partner doesn't um, choose to accept it, then get out of the relationship and be free in the situation that you want. Right. Right. There should be no reason for cheating at all. There just shouldn't. Hey, this is Sammy. I'm here with my hetero life mate, Yen. Hey, Sammy. Hey there, Yen. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. So we are part of the barrel age chicks and who else is part of us? Oh, we've got Harley, Snow and Crystal. 
and ourselves, of course. Mm -hmm. If you like hearing about movies, podcasting about movies, <laughs> if you like hearing about music or pretty much anything, come and check us out. Come hear the chick side of things. We can be found on Spotify and Anchor. And we are also under the Deluxe Edition Network. Come on out and hear the chick side of things. I love what you said about now there's so many different lifestyles that are accepted and available. Yeah. Then it's like, okay, if that is what drives you, yeah, that's where you need to be. Right. You know, right. like you're right. There really isn't a reason except for extreme circumstances, which I don't want to bring up on the show, that you can't explore the sexuality that you're attracted to. Yeah. You know, if you want to go be in the swinger club, go be in the swinger club. If yeah. you want to be in a polyamorous relationship, Go do that. You yeah. have to accept the fact that your partner is probably not going to be on board. Or if they really, really love you, you guys will come to some kind of compromise, yeah. which that's difficult. Like, I I don't know if I could go up to Chris and be like, hey, I kind of want to fuck dudes on Saturday. Are you cool with that? We'll right. be fine. We can still do what we do. It's just Saturday nights. I'm going to go fuck dudes. Right. I think she'd understand. But at the same time, you know, she would definitely be like, well, that just doesn't work for me. You know, it could be, I'm not going to say that's how she think, but just yeah. the idea that I don't know for sure is enough for me to be like, well, that's not what we're going to do. You know, but it, we're going to get down a rabbit hole. You know that, right? I have to add on to what you just said. Please do. It literally opens up a conversation though. If you were seriously going to say that to Kristen, if that was said to me, I would be like, well, what the f how about I help you out? What the fuck am I not doing for you? Do you want me to put a right. strap on on? Yeah. Like, how can I make it so that you are having your sexual needs? Like, what? No. Like, absolutely, yeah. right? Like, I can choose if that sounds like a good idea. But where is your partner at? And where is the line right. that she or he is willing to cross and the whole the whole point in having a relationship is to be with somebody that you can be completely open with about every right, 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 right. fucking thing, right? Mm -hmm. And it's it's a lot and I'm not going to I'm holding back right now a lot cuz I don't want to get down a rabbit hole. This is a completely different episode. <laughs> right? Like a it's an episode in its own. Right. But there's got to be compromise and there's going to be sexual desires and things that your partner's going to need and want that you're not going to want to do. Right. It's like, are we going to be selfish and not fulfill that need? If she doesn't, if she wouldn't be able to feel that, fulfill that need, then maybe she would let you do that on Saturdays. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> right. Maybe, maybe. But, but the point is, the point is that you came together and talked about it. Right. There's no cheating. There's no fuckery. There's nothing going on in the background because we're not 20 years old. Right. And that's the whole thing is like the suspicion part, you know, because yeah, if I agree with you 100% and this is, you know, my most productive relationships are the ones where I was the most open in my communication and encouraging my partner to be the same way too, because the more you talk about these things, the less reason you have for suspicion. That's why my phone has never been gone through. I mean, right. you have to know that there's reasons why I've never had someone doing this in my life, in the background, because I tell them everything. I get everything out in the open. Fault. Right. <laughs> I get everything out in the open right out of the gates because 
there's no reason for the spy right. tactics and all this bullshit that you're about to read. But but it's also trauma too, right? Because if they've been in relationships that were right. full of infidelity or, yeah. and it doesn't even have to be infidelity. Trust issues. Yeah. Trust issues. Yeah. It could be embezzlement. Right. We, we know a lot about that lately. Yep. People that, oh my God, he's been taking money from you. She's been embezzling you this whole time. So yeah. it doesn't necessarily have to be at sex or love or relationships. It can be about money. Right. It can be about influence. It can be about having the the desire to have some kind of control or power over somebody by having information yeah. about them that could be utilized for something devious. Yeah. And that's where this stuff comes in. Yeah. I, I don't know anything about spyware or I don't malware either. and shit like that. I don't either. It's this so scared bad. the shit out of me. It is so easy. And I'm going to do like a fight club thing where I'm going to like give away oh, how easy God. it actually is. There are apps that you can literally download off the Apple store that will help you spy on your partner's phone. There are spywares that are perfectly legal. There's one called Flexi Spy. There's one called MySpy. There's one called Couple Tracker. There's Whoa. one called M Couple that literally you can plug into your laptop while their phone is locked and it'll give you access to their texts. It'll give you access to all this shit that they're trying to hide. And not only that, it can geotag their phone and let you know where they're at. So it essentially turns their phone into an Apple AirTag and they don't even know it. And fucking people are doing this all the time. That is creepy. And there's been times where like you've talked to me about like, I don't know how this motherfucker knew where I was tonight. I don't know how this guy, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Or how he knew where my friend was. Yeah. Well, now that I know this shit exists and that it's like accessible. Yes. Fuck me. That's another reason for me to not want to be out in the dating world again. Yeah, this is not good. Like, this is scary shit. And then look at this. There are other things that couples have done too, such as hiding cameras in smoke detectors and mattresses that have motion sensors, motion sensors that expose questionable activity. Um, I'm not going to name any names, but I personally know of a person that bought a little mini camera off Amazon for $10 and put it in their girlfriend's bathroom. No way. Yep. And I don't know whatever they found from it, but like they were so sure that she was cheating that they put this little camera in her bathroom. I'm like, and? fucking A, bro. I never really heard much about it, so. Holy yeah. shit. Is this someone you talk to regularly? No. Whoa. Yeah, wow. But that's that's crazy shit. So this is one of the things that I found too on WikiHow. How to spy on your man. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Number one, question what your man is telling you. Some men are liars and will lie to your face consistently. They think that they can always get away with it. And if there are in any indications that he is lying, you need to find out the truth. You can spy and then you can decide on whether or not to make or break the relationship. So number two, make his phone your best friend. Believe it or not, some men have everything on their phones. Check to see if there are any apps downloaded on his phone that look funny or fishy. You would be surprised what an app looks like. You would be surprised that an app that looks like a game can actually be an app for hidden audio and text messages and other stuff. So keep in mind and have an eye on what is downloaded on his phone. Oh my God, how exhausting. Right? This is like so ridiculous. This one's very common. Check to see if he has social media or Snapchat. You know that there may be nasty girls who will send pics of themselves naked to him privately and you wouldn't even know it. Like Instagram now has direct messaging where they can send private pics back and forth. You should be able to check out who has been sending messages to him and what they are. 
I mean, that's kind of an old school one. Everyone kind of yeah. knows that. And it's weird too, because now you've got these influencers who look like they are yoga instructors, right? Yeah. Or massage therapists or something like that. But then they've got the little chili pepper only fans link. And so you click uh, on that. Yep. It's like, oh, now they're naked. So it's, it's a little, <laughs> it's, it's good marketing for sure. Yeah, that's but. so true. It's, it's a different world, dude. It is with all the access to all this, like you're proving my point. Right. Number four, check to see if he takes his phone with him to the bathroom and safeguards it all day. Yeah. I guarantee you've seen that before. Oh yeah. Yep. Um, if I take my phone to the bathroom, it's cause I'm pooping with it. Like I'm, yeah. I'm swiping on Tinder. Like we you're swiping on Tinder. <laughs> no, I have yeah. dated people that do this that have done this with their phone. They take it. They just can't have it out of their sight. And then the whole flipping it upside down thing too. This is another interesting one. Does he go to sleep and let his phone die so he won't have to worry about you going through it while he sleeps? I've never heard of that technique no, before. No, me either. I'm afraid of having a dead phone. It's like me a phobia too. of mine. Me too. Like it could be at 100% and it's still charged. <laughs> I, know. I know. I'm the same with mine. Check and see if the numbers in his phone are really the people that he has them saved under. Now, this one I actually have dealt with before on several different relationships. Oh my, okay. Where it's like, it'll say this. mom. And it's not mom. And then there's mom too. <laughs> oh. And there's mom cell, you know, just whatever. And or it's not mom too or mom cell. It's not mom too or mom cell. It's or, James Lopez. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> like it says on here. <laughs> I actually, another friend of mine back in the day, he always had like any girls that he was dating under work. He said, just like work calling. You know, oh my gosh, so if the phone rang and he was with somebody like, oh, it's work. I got to take this. Or he could just turn it off because he knew who it was. <laughs> you sneaky motherfuckers. I know. Right. Number seven. Consider, does he always stay on late at work on certain days? And is he always picking up someone's shifts? You need to check on that because they pretend to be picking up a shift so that you would not be suspicious if they are gone all day. Get your butt in the car and stake him out. <laughs> you even, oh my gosh. You can even get a chance to see if he's going out to lunch with anybody. Stake him okay, out. Now we're getting crazy. <laughs> well, this sucks too because, I mean, I was just involved in a situation like this that was so extreme that if I was 10 minutes late because I got stuck in traffic or something. It was an issue. Uh, it wasn't just an issue. It was like, who are you with? Where have you been? And it became a th holy shit. It was like you catch yourself taking photos and right. sending it of like places where you've been or places you are just to prove that you are where you're supposed to be. Right. That is next level bullshit. Like, okay, get your trust issues and your PTSD from your trust issues worked out before you start getting into a relationship, because if this is how you're going to treat people, this is crazy to me. Like these things are batshit crazy. You get that, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Like what the fuck? And we shouldn't be having to do these things with our person. Like even dating, you shouldn't have to go through these extremes. Just be honest and upfront. Number nine. <laughs> I know. Put an old cell phone in his car or tape record or a tape recorder under his seat so you put an old cell phone in his car or tape recorder under their seat in their car, and they will never know that you are listening to their conversations. You never know who they are talking to on their way home from work or anywhere. 
that's extreme. Wow. Wow. Don't drive yourself crazy and go commando on them. Just make sure that you pay attention to the small details that they think you aren't paying attention to. You don't want to live on a lie, so don't waste your time anymore and move on with life. That way, you don't have to worry about any of this. That's like the most common sense thing of this whole thing. <laughs> it's like, okay, if you are going to the point where you have to put a fucking tape recorder under someone's car, I think that's when you call it a day, right? Or just ask him. Like, why are you acting all shady? Like, maybe we need to end this relationship. Like, what is wrong with that type of a conversation? Everyone makes life so much harder. This number 12. Remember, to catch a player, you have to be a player. Oh, damn. Catch a player, you got to be a player. I mean, so we've all been cheated on at one point. Of course. You know, we've all kind of dealt with, we've all had suspicions of people, even people yeah. that we loved for years. I've been cheated on. I've been yeah, lied to. Yeah. But guess what? We're still alive. You know? Yeah. We learned some things of it. Maybe a little late to learn them at 40 fucking two years old, but yeah. we saw it and we kind of know what the red flags are now. But I think that the generations that are younger now, like the teenagers and the Gen Zers, yeah, like I feel like they deal with this shit every fucking day because they are so immersed in technology. Yeah, that true. This might be more for them than it is for us now. Yeah, I'd never want to find myself in a situation where I'm going on the app store looking for spyware for my person that I'm with. Right, that is some bullshit. All right, now we're back to our first date videos, which I think are a lot of fun. This one's nice and short and sweet. Any Let, wedding rings on in this one? Uh, I didn't look for wedding rings. I'm not as good as you, as astute as you, but uh, giving you shit. this one's actually kind of funny. Okay. It says, I asked him if he knew what my name was, and nervously he searches his phone for my name. No. How did you not find it yet? I knew it what it was. Now I figured it out. I can find it right away. Yeah, I did. I feel horrible. What is my name? Liz. Liz. Motherfucker (laughs) forgot her name and he had to go look in his phone to figure out what her name was. That's never happened to me. That's wild. Oh, God. Yeah. What a dick. And I'm terrible with names. Like, I I don't remember names. I remember faces, not names. Yeah. But I'll definitely remember the name of the person that I'm going to the fucking bar with. Unless he just got done meeting two other girls previously. Like, he's stacking them in back to back. I mean, he's multitasking. He's multitasking, (laughs) getting all the first dates out in one night. Well, obviously, it's someone that he wasn't really impressed with at the beginning. Or he didn't else even he make eye contact with her. her names. He yeah. didn't even look at her when he said that. <laughs> That's wild. What a dick. They haven't even gotten their food yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, I think that's hilarious. That is funny. So at the end of the day, you know, we're talking about spying on each other and <sighs> infidelity for the most part. But I also think that people are so bored these days that they're looking to create their own problems, right? We've talked about this before. Yeah. Where if maybe it becomes like a drug for them, the drama, if the drama and the trauma, all of a sudden, if you find yourself in a happy relationship, that's relatively uneventful, 
yeah, and a little bit boring. There are some people that I know, and maybe it's like a subconscious attempt to sabotage a relationship, but they're like, oh, it's too quiet. Things are too good. <laughs> and then they start doing this shit, and maybe they will find something, and maybe it's something that's not even like bad enough to break up the relationship with, yeah. but it helps validate their own paranoia. And I know so many fucking people that do that. It's like, see, I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it because it's happened before. It's yeah. so weird. I think that you just trust too much. I do trust too much. And that's part of my problem. Mm -hmm. I don't see the bad. I don't know all of these weird, tricky ways to spy on people or keep tabs on them. Like, because my whole goal in my life has been be approachable. Right. Be approachable. Be that person that someone that you're in a relationship with can come and ask you anything or tell you anything. And I've done everything to make sure I am that way. Um, so yeah, the lying and going behind the back and doing all this really weird shady stuff just doesn't even make sense to me. And I'm not even talking just relationships, right? business, yeah, business partnerships, money. I mean, where is where's the loyalty at anymore? I think that's probably mm. why I feel like I, and I message you this a lot. Sometimes I feel like I don't fit in in this world because I'm the most loyal, trusting human. And even when I've been fucked over, I still stay in my lane. Right. Unless it has to do with my babies, my kids, or a personal threat or personal attack, then I'm coming at you. Right. Right. Like a spider monkey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or worse. <laughs> um, but for the most part, it's just, it really goes with what happened to our values as humans. Honestly, like be loyal, be open, communicate. It would save a lot of energy suck. Like that's just, it. the energy of that is feels yucky, right? Mm -hmm. And it's draining. And so, yeah, it's weird. I don't, I don't know how anyone would ever want to stay in a relationship like that if they felt like they had to spy that hard on somebody. Um, get out of the relationship. Don't make it toxic. Don't and make it toxic. if things are too quiet at home because your relationship is going good, give it the benefit of the doubt. That's what I've done, right? Mm -hmm. And for the most part, I've been right. Like Things have been good until I find out later on that things weren't good and they were actually cheated on me or... They were lying to me. But for the most part, no. Things were good because they were actually good. Right? right. Um, but yeah, the whole sabotaging. But there is, I can't remember what I was reading, but there is a personality disorder slash trait, if you will, mm -hmm. where they get addicted. It's like a drug. Mm -hmm. They get addicted to the drama and the uneasiness and the back and forth and the roller coaster, if you will. And those people, they do that. They do exactly what you just said. They will find a problem to dig up. Mm -hmm. They'll, and it's a sabotage, right? Like it's a, it's a totally sabotaging thing. But yeah, it's, um, there's a lot to say. We need to have an episode solely on one of my past relationships Every single thing that you just talked about, he has done with mm -hmm. past girlfriends. And it's scary. 
Yeah. Because you don't know who's got access to your shit. Right. Like, it's really scary. It is really scary. And you know what? I also think that's why you ladies love true crime so much, you know, because yeah. I think you're little detectives in your head already. Yeah. And then you hear these true crime stories like, okay, yeah. how do they get away with it? How do they get caught? When I kill this motherfucker, that's exactly what I'm not going to do. <laughs> yeah, we have to like make sure we're doing it the correct way. <laughs> well, that's another episode of the Milf and Me in the books. Everyone, make sure you check your smoke detectors, check your mattresses for motion-sensitive cameras, look under your car seats for phones and tape recorders, Jesus. and any malicious spyware. <laughs> yeah, check your phone. Good hell. Check your fucking phone. You know where to find us on the themilfandmepod.com. You can email us. You can get a hold of us on Instagram, on Facebook, and on uh, Twitter. And we'll get back to you. Send us your stories. Hey, have you ever been spied on? Let us know. Ooh. Send us some messages. Send Diana a DM. I would love to know that story. I love you and I'll see you next week. Love you too.